Organisations now operate in times of accelerated volatility, uncertainty, complexity and ambiguity, and these circumstances call for entrepreneurship. For existing firms, large or small, young or old, public or private, this means being able to act with an entrepreneurial orientation and being able to manage that effectively and strategically so that the business has a willingness, a readiness and an ability to innovate. In terms of strategic management, it is fundamentally interested in one thing, which is understanding why one firm performs differently to another and reinforcing those differences so that it achieves a sustainable competitive advantage. So in other words then, strategic management is really obsessed with how one firm achieves and perpetuates advantageous performance differences over their competitors. But that leads to two logical questions. First of all, how do we achieve and sustain those differences? And the next question being, therefore, what does it take? So, my argument here is that we need to be entrepreneurially oriented. I would question whether even the notion of a sustainable advantage even exists under the circumstances that I've just described. Maybe, but I'd say it's more about change and building a series of temporary advantages. The notion of temporary advantage can really take two forms. The first is that we continue to innovate so that we build a temporary advantage, wait until it gets eroded by competitors, build another and repeat the process. Another possibility is that we build simultaneously a series of temporary advantages so that the co competitor perceives that we have a sustainable advantage overall. By combining strategy and entrepreneurship, we hope to complicate how a competitor might perceive our competitive advantage, visualizing instead a sustainable advantage when in fact they, what we really have is multiple and temporary advantages. Under these circumstances, competitors cannot easily then locate the source of our advantage and reducing their ability to erode it. So you can see here why now a willingness, a readiness and an ability to innovate and therefore to be entrepreneurial is crucial to the longevity of competitive advantage. But it's worth asking ourselves the question here, why is becoming entrepreneurial so hard? Well, managers do not deliberately make value-destroying decisions. They do what they think is right at that moment in time, but this can have longer-term effects. In many cases, ineffective entrepreneurship when firms strategize might be due to path dependence, for example, having done things in a particular way for a long period of time, sets in inertia, sets in a series of systems and processes that are tied to a particular way of doing things. Another possibility is historical investments and capabilities, routines and procedures that tie the company into a series of products and services that it cannot then move away from. Another is the environmental pressure on the firm to consolidate its position and advantage and whether or not a stark change or a radical move would actually be welcomed by its investors. This together, or these conditions together, tie into the notion of an incumbent curse. That is, the larger the firm becomes and the more established it becomes, the harder it is to move away from its established practices. In other cases, of course, it's actually about choice. Entrepreneurship does not always sit well with all managers and firms, but I would argue and say that it is now a strategic imperative for firms of all sizes and history. This brings us squarely to the idea of strategic entrepreneurship. Strategic entrepreneurship is about simultaneous opportunity-seeking and advantage-seeking behaviour. A key aspect of this is an entrepreneurial orientation. 
An entrepreneurial orientation is a firm's strategic orientation or posture that captures specific decision-making styles, methods, and practices that a firm uses to act entrepreneurially. In general, it relates to how top managers behave entrepreneurially and assumes that firms come to reflect their top managers over time. So again, the origin of a firm being entrepreneurial in this respect starts with senior managers, starts with their vision, starts with their behavior, and then that translates into how they go about organizing, running, and managing the firm. Entrepreneurial orientation primarily consists of three fundamental components, risk-taking, innovativeness, and proactiveness. Risk-taking is about the accepting the uncertainty and the risk that come inherently with original activity. So it's typically characterized by resource commitments to activities bearing uncertain outcomes. This is not gambling though, this is thinking about more careful risk-taking but in the context of seeking new opportunities and seeking new investments to change the direction of the business. Innovativeness on the other hand is an emphasis on embracing and supporting creativity and experimentation, technological leadership, novelty and research and development in developing pro products, services and processes. And then finally, proactiveness is about a forward-looking perspective where you seek to anticipate opportunities to develop and introduce new products and to obtain first-mover advantages to shape the direction of your environment. Studies repeatedly associate entrepreneurial orientation with increases in firm performance, although it's not necessarily quite as straightforward as that. Too much entrepreneurship can be a bad thing, and in relation to an entrepreneurial orientation, there are essentially two views. The first is the notion of an entrepreneurial orientation as advantage. This is a situation where the power of risk-taking, innovativeness, and proactiveness together enable the firm to move quickly, to beat competitors to the punch, to develop new innovations that help it to steer the direction of markets. And because of this, it creates a competitive advantage that drives increases in firm performance. However, the counter-argument to this is that the emphasis on risk-taking being forward-looking and driving innovation can cause performance to increase quite substantially, but can also cause performance to bomb quite substantially. Therefore, there is this oscillation between potentially large gains and substantial losses. And this is why we need to have a counterweight, which is to have the role of strategy and strategic management in this notion of being entrepreneurial. So this is why we need to think simultaneously about investing in our resources and our capabilities. We need to think about what our platform comp for competitive advantage is. But at the same time, we can't be led purely by those features, or otherwise we will concentrate too much on consolidating our position rather than developing advantage through acting entrepreneurially. So I would say then, in order to make this work, we need to think about leading entrepreneurially and we need to think about innovating. In terms of leading entrepreneurially, this can mean nourishing an entrepreneurial capability, protecting innovations that threaten the current business model, and there are multiple ways of doing this. Clearly, we don't want to make a 100% shift into a new product or service area without having some kind of validity of what we're up to. So in this sense, to protect innovations, we may think about corporate venturing units or external um, corporate venture capital initiatives that we can do to, to try and fund innovations while we transform the organization. 
But there has to be an emphasis on opportunities first, and that means questioning the dominant logic of how we've done or how we've carried out our business in the past. From there on, we can focus on applying creativity and innovating. And this means we need to encourage or find ways or organize the business in ways that combines people from different parts of the business together so that they bring together unrelated matrices of knowledge, of skills, of, in of information, and therefore ideas. This will allow the firm or stimulate within the firm the exposure to new ideas and therefore develop uh, unique new insights, unique new innovations that can drive the firm forward. This inherently requires a focus on employees and we do need to think about employee entrepreneurial behavior and what it takes to both reward that, encourage that, but think about trust between supervisors and frontline employees and creating an entrepreneurial environment within the firm. To conclude then, Organizations and managers responsible for the strategy process risk tunnel vision caused by path dependence and adherence to strategy that starts from what the firm has currently and historically been doing well. So we have to focus not on just reproducing those attributes that have driven us to success at this moment in time, but really think about entrepreneurially innovating the next series of products, services that will drive future growth. That comes from an understanding of the marriage of entrepreneurship and strategy, but also comes from understanding the need to transform the internal of the environment to make it more uh, entrepreneurial. By the same token, this is not purely a vision issue. This is not something that strategic managers can simply mandate. So you have to think very carefully about the alignment and the context within which individuals behave. And it's dangerous to automatically assume that in light of a new vision, employees will simply auto behave. Most of the time they don't, it becomes an obstacle. But that can be for good reason. So the, reason, the logic then is to think about how to organize the firm internally to capture the entrepreneurship capability within the business. And all this is vital because competitive advantages are hard to sustain, specifically in the environments that we're operating now. Accelerated volatility, uncertainty, complexity and ambiguity mean that we have to embrace change. And that can come from enabling and embedding entrepreneurship in the firm. And of course, this is what the core messages and why we need to be strategically entrepreneurial. And all this is very much at the heart of my research interest because core to this is we need to understand what it takes to build and then manage and then sustain the innovative and entrepreneurial organization. Strategy, while focused on advantage, is good, but can lead us to be quite short-term oriented, which is completely ironic considering that strategy is meant to be long-term. But thinking about that is enabling change, and the parameters for change are almost entirely driven by entrepreneurship within the firm.